LA is a definition of people who are flaky as fuck. <laughs> like, no one in LA could commit to shit. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. Welcome back for another episode. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, but you have a new reputation in your neighborhood um, after Halloween. (laughs) Jesus Christ be with us so yeah so it's really funny because i made a tiktok about it and i've you got a ton of views on it (laughs) out of all the freaking tiktoks that i've made in my entire life I got 20,000 views on this one. Oh no, it's not of you singing, not of your music video that I directed, not a music video, not about Taylor Swift, about this topic. So, as you all know, we moved into a new neighborhood. Um, and we talked, my husband and I talked about a month or so ago about. Let's keep the bar low. I think I talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, you talked like, about it last episode that, like, you yeah, know, you thought yeah, about doing you know. the full-size candy bars mm-hmm. for trick-or-treating, but um, you weren't going to let him. Right, right, right. So I go to Charlotte for my friend's 30th birthday, and I come home, and what is, what is on my counter, might, might you ask? 60 full-size candy bars from Costco, which, by the way... It's not enough. 60 I could have told you. Bars, it's not enough. So we've never given out candy before, ever. Like, I've never given out candy. He's never given out candy. We both grew up on houses, on land, off of, like, back roads. Like, we... You've never been in a neighborhood. Well, I did growing up. Like, I did the trick-or-treating, but I never was a part of the handing out candy to trick-or-treaters because we never had them when because we moved when I was, like, in middle school. So I we very much, very much underestimated... And we have a big neighborhood, but I didn't know how many kids live here. But also, I think people just, like, park in neighborhoods and, like, walk around. Oh, yeah. I did that as a kid. I always mm-hmm. parked. My parents and I always we, – we lived in a very small um, – it wasn't really a neighborhood when I was a kid. It was, like, a, a street. And uh, we just drove to this really big nearby neighborhood and parked our car. And then they walked us around mm-hmm. that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So I'm believing that that was what was happening because they are out of nowhere – kids just kept coming like it was really slow at first because I was like I don't know what time like I don't know what time because it wasn't like really dark yet and so mm-hmm. less than 45 minutes and our candy was gone and, and it's better it's better than no one yes showing no, up I'm, I'm really glad that we stuck. got rid of them and <laughs> but it was so sad because the girl the girl that I like didn't have a candy bar for was dressed up like Taylor Swift and I was like no. I was like, but oh, here's your costume. And then and then it was really sweet. Like this kid was like, oh, I feel bad. Like I'll put mine back and she can have it. And I was just like, there's some really cute kids. Like my favorite kid though, he was probably, <laughs> he was probably like six years old. Like he was, he was a little, he was little. Mm-hmm. He was dressed up as Michael Myers. I, we had our door open so you could see through our like glass mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. And so he rang the doorbell seven times. I, he saw me coming, but he kept mm-hmm. ringing it. And so I, mm-hmm. I opened the door and I'm like, happy Halloween. He goes, Michael, 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 Michael. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, your costume's pretty scary. I was like, pick a candy. And he picked one and then he goes, Michael, 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 grabbed his candy and like turned around and ran off. And I was just like, 
What? Was he trying to do it in the tune happening? of the Halloween score? I don't know because he doesn't do that. Like Michael Myers doesn't even do no, that. No, but there's so a was, score to Halloween though. Maybe. So maybe that's what he was doing. But I was just like, it, I was cackling. He was my favorite kid, hands down. And then we had another kid who was in one of those like blow up T-Rex suits and he couldn't see the candy bucket. I was like, oh, pick a, pick a candy. And I was like, wait, you can't see this, can you? And he was like, nope. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, what candy do you want? And he told me and I was like, okay. But like, was it in the tune of this? <laughs> think so i think he was just like he was just like michael 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 Michael." like i think he wanted me to know who he was and i was like you're obviously michael myers dude i get it (laughs) but it was it was really like born not when the first movie came out but you know when the sequels followed i was alive yeah but so anyway so we we ran out obviously we need more next year i want to have some like non-chocolate non-peanut like even maybe some like snack foods versus say, like candy. I also would do non-food related ones uh, because there's, I don't know if you know the Teal Pumpkin Project. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. For the gals that don't know, uh, the Teal Pumpkin Project is where if you put a Teal Pumpkin on your porch, it lets parents who have kids with food allergies know that your place is safe to go trick-or-treating because you have like non-food related treats. Um and they could be like stupid, silly stuff, like a slinky or like or like the little things. spider rings or you know, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but so I was like, so I was doing like a follow up post on my post because I was like, I mean, these twenty thousand people thought this was interesting, I guess. So, um, and people were doing wild stuff like. One house that somebody went to had hot dogs and beer for the adults. People were doing airplane bottles for the adults. Um, Apple cider, like all kinds of things. And I was like, okay, the bar can get higher. The wallet wallet is not thick enough for these neighborhoods. There are people who were saying that they bought like 300 full-size candy bars. I was like... And then one was like, we bought we bought 150 full size candy bars, and teenagers stole them all. And I was like, what? How did you did you just I, leave it out? Because yes. if you're just gonna put it out on the porch, they, you're they're gone. Like yes, because I will admit that I was one of those teenagers. Um, I was a teenager. <laughs> well, what I wish we had done was get like um like a bag of like the smaller candies as like a backup which I didn't think to do. We were just so busy as always. But um, but now we have a better idea of what to expect. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. I, I like, Blaine was like, you're so good at this. And I was like, I literally, literally work with kids. It's not what you do for a day job or anything. day, every day. Like talking to kids is like, I'm, that's probably like my strong suit. I literally would have looked that <laughs> fucker in the eye and been like, yeah, no, I don't. Like, I don't do this for a living or anything. Yeah, because like, like he t- he did the first group of kids and he like threw a candy bar like in each of their bags and they were like, actually, um, can I have the Kit Kat? And I was like, you just gave them like an extra one because you. I was like, you gotta let them pick. I was like, I know that it's a lot and it takes time, but like, just let them pick. <laughs> so I had one. This one older kid took four. I was like, pick one, please, sir. <laughs> But I would just let it slide because I was like, maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't That's understand That's how you rules. ran out so quickly. <laughs> we Yeah, we probably had about, we probably had about like six or seven candy bars that should not have gone away as quickly, but it's okay. 
It is what it is. We made someone's night. There was one kid. Oh, the other kid that I love so much. So the Michael kid was my favorite. And the other one was like, oh, you got the good stuff. <laughs> I was just like, God. About the full size. He's like, oh, you got the good stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Not, not, by, not by my choosing, but yeah, we do. Yeah, you have a reputation to uphold. I know. That's I, I. That's what I said in my TikTok. I was like, I remembered the houses in my neighborhood that had the full-size candy bars or the bags of that Halloween popcorn or the stupid little popcorn ball things that they would make. I remembered those houses and I expected that every single year and they did it every single year. So I'm like, they're going to remember that the house with the ghost in the trees has the full-size candy bars so we cannot... Like, we can't let these children down. So, it was fun. But, yeah. Have was, fun. Have fun. That was Matt, next Next year, you have to dress up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't dress up. Well, so I dressed up for work. I was a unicorn at work. But I did not dress up for the trick-or-treaters because I was no. over. I was over it. <laughs> next year, you need to dress need up like for the Adam's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. For sure. You can make Trooper Cousin It with the Oh my gosh. One of my friends, Stella, one of my friends like, made thing. a Cousin It purse. I'll have to send you the picture because it was amazing. Um, so it was really cool. So she was you, Wednesday and she held the purse and it was It Cousin you It. You can make Stella Pugsley or something. Mm-hmm. Or Trooper Pugsley. Want to, yeah. Make make Stella Cousin It and then make uh, Trooper Pugsley. Stella has to be cousin. Well, yeah, we could get a little wig or something. Yeah. I'm probably a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I am glad you had fun, though. Do mm-hmm. you have a, a, a captivation for the gals? Okay. I know that this was like a last year thing, but it's definitely something that I'm still obsessed with and wear constantly. And it's my Ugg slippers. And I hate that I am an Ugg slipper girl. But I love them. And yes, I do kind of think that they're ugly and look like like hooves whenever you have your jeans on. But they're great. And I don't even have the like, I didn't get the ones with the like platform. I just got the flat ones. I think they're like the Tasman slippers, but they're not the platformy ones. I've never once thought of them as like hoofs. And now now that's- you're never going to unsee it because all, that's all I think about when I wear them. I'm like, I literally look like a horse. <laughs> but I love them. Saddle on up, horse. I'm, I'm, taking them to, I'm taking them to Nashville with me this weekend because it's going to be cold. And I'm like, you know what? This is really fitting. And then we're going to have our hooves. We're going to be in the studio. We're going to oh, be singing our songs. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I hate to be that girly pop that's like, you need them, but... They're so easy. Like, I, I wear them to bar in the morning. Like, I just slip them on. I thought they I was look, about to say, I wear them to the bars. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Please I don't. Mean, Please don't. In the Please winter. Please don't. I'm begging. I'm begging you. Like, you, it's hooves. I'm literally, like, I'm it's, literally begging you. <laughs> next year, I could be a horse and wear them. <laughs> I should give up on this dream of you ever being Morticia Adams, shouldn't I? No, I do want to be Morticia. I really have the hair for it. Like, all I have to exactly. just straighten it. Yeah. Exactly. Get a black dress. Skims. I'm going to get the Skims black dress. Well, she wears long sleeves. They have a long sleeve version. Okay. So then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's like the fitted look. 
Yeah. Could probably yeah. add some like things to make it look like all sleevey. But yeah, anyways, the Ugg slippers, you need them. If you don't want to pay for them, I'm sure Amazon has a knockoff. So they're just, they're, they're great. I need to figure out how to waterproof them though, because I haven't done that yet. I haven't weatherproofed them or whatever it's called. And I'm terrified to wear them in any other weather of other than sunshine or gloomy. So Okay. Like 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 rain and snow. I don't know why I didn't just say in the uh, rain. I was like, there's only snow. two um, wet weathers. Um, I don't think you're walking through oh, a hail sleet, storm. Sleet, hail. I don't know. We live in North Carolina. <laughs> they can't make up their mind. <laughs> North Carolina said, "Let there be summer and let there be winter." And oh, okay. So speaking of weather in North Carolina, we have these beautiful trees at the front of our neighborhood that were red gone toast no leaves they literally had red on them two days ago no leaves i drove in today and i was so depressed i was like the red trees are gone the leaves have fallen and it's because it went from 80 to 26 so it's winter here yeah i don't know what that's like everything's still green yeah no 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 things are dying very quickly just like all of us like on it the looks, inside. Okay. Oh, all right. There, there we are. Um, <laughs> all I can think about is, um, what does she say? Uh, sometimes oh. I think about jumping off of tall. <laughs> what, are the, what is, yes. <laughs> That's all I can think about right now. <laughs> um, oh, my captivation. Thank you for asking. I, God. I was getting there. I was getting Would there. Would it kill you to ask me? <laughs> I have asked more times than I have not in the past month. Okay. Ma'am, it's only the second. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no. Um, My captivation. So, like, this is, again, this is also probably a product that I have talked about before on the podcast. But I kind of, like, took the Sephora VIB sale, like, a little too seriously um (laughs) which is still going on yes i think by the time you listen to this on monday Mm -hmm. it'll be a last day but if you're listening to this after monday i'm so sorry you missed out um Mm. try again but (laughs) it is the glossier sunscreen i okay i forgot to add this to my cart the other day you can still add it i just said the sale is still going on mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm so I, I think I've talked about it before. I truly have no idea if I have or not. But I really enjoy it just because I like the idea of the clear sunscreen that it has. But I don't like the unseen sunscreen from Supergoop. I don't like the silicone feel. For me, on my drier spots, like it's just too mattifying. I still yeah. want some glow. But the Glossier one doesn't really give me a glow, which is what I want. I want to be able to wear it bare-faced and it not make me look matte, but also not make me look like an oily, like, mm-hmm. grease. So it's a nice middle. It doesn't leave a white cast. Um, it's SPF 35. And it's just an easy, like, everyday. Like, I obviously, I'm not wearing this when I go on the beach. Like, I'm wearing something, like, stronger. If I'm going to be on a hike or out or something like that. But, like, for every day, I think it's perfect. And it sits well underneath my makeup. I haven't had any problems with it. So I really... Do you enjoy the Glossier sunscreen? So that I know when we when we went to New York and we went into Glossier and I put some on my face. I was like, I like this so much better. No shade to Supergroup, but 
mm-hmm. than Supergoop. I just something about my skin and the one that I have. It just they do not they do not mesh well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I get a like a very white cast on my yeah. face, and I'm I'm not yeah. a big fan. So I definitely want to. I literally after I placed the order, I was like, "Dang it, I forgot the sunscreen." <laughs> so mad i was like oh my gosh so i might have to do another order it's just totally fine it's okay yeah well that's great so yeah i would recommend that one for sure um other than that uh we're gonna get into today's episode we are doing another slow episode but um we have a ton of episodes that you can look to in our catalog on apple and spotify if you're wanting more of like friendship podcasts because we do kind of talk about friendships a little bit on this podcast and we have a couple of episodes that you can peruse on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts and while you're there please hit subscribe and leave us a kind review it really does help us out you can also follow us on instagram the gals guide pod and like i said we're going to do a couple ad reads really quickly and then we're going to jump into today's episode Have you ever been called a flaky person? Um, I don't think directly to my face, but I think you probably would have. I think you probably would have described me as that when we used to try to like make plans to go out to the bars, and I would always like <laughs> flake at the last minute. Uh, I mean, I've was, never said it was that. A, it was word. A never. It was never a, a like a like because I didn't want to hang out with you. It's because of the anxiety that comes with going out and like how am I going to get there and how am I going to get home? And this was back when I lived like pretty far away from from downtown. This is also when I lived in a city that had free street parking. Um, That's very true. Easy, accessible street parking. Do you know what I would kill now to have that in order to go Mm -hmm. out for a night? Yeah, but I I definitely think you probably like were like, "Wow, Hannah's so flaky." When we, I never said you were flaky. You never said it, but if I invited you out, (laughs) you needed to have a backup person. (laughs) If you said maybe, I took that as a no. I was, you're like maybe. I'm like, so that's a no. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Or I do remember when I was dating the doctor, he'd be like, when is like Hannah going to come out with us? And I'd be like, oh, I'm never inviting her out for drinks because she doesn't go out for drinks. I I just wouldn't even ask. (laughs) Like, I just knew I was like, she's not going to come. So I'm just not going to invite her. I think part of it, too, was like I was living at home postgraduate school, too, to save money. And so I think it was just the matter of living. (laughs) I know. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think it was just the like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm better about it now, but still, I I would much rather. Well, you're just better have about some... now because I'm only home one now for like a limited period of time, yeah. and you're like, I want to see her. Right. I guess I'm but gonna I see also, her around like, alcohol. I also like didn't have to drink if I went out. Like I literally could have just drove myself. Like it was so stupid, but like because I've gone, I go out because yeah, you like, always stressed about like about drinking. I was yeah, like, yeah, you don't, don't have, have to. to, and I was like. I know, but it's fine. Because, like, when we went with our friend to um, one of the bars downtown, like, a month or two ago, like, I didn't drink anything. And it was still great. And I had a great time. So, I think it Even was Even though just, I offered to buy you a drink. I know. It was just all, <laughs> was all in my head. I just, I get weary about it. Uh, just, like, the getting the to and from thing. But <laughs> I'm so much better about it now. But still, I would rather just drink at my house. Like, <laughs> I have become, like, a comfy, cozy I like to be home. I think I exhaust so much energy at work that I'm like, I just want to be at home. <laughs> but have you ever dealt with anybody like in your life that was like a flaky friend? 
I'm trying to think. Like, genuinely, like, they are a flaky person. Right. So Defin- when I say that, like, they're not, like, not- the kind of person that, like, cancels on you last minute. But, like, this is somebody who can never, like, commit to plans or anything. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's, like, wishy-washy on all their decisions. Somebody who just leaves you feeling out in the open, exposed kind of thing. Like, you just don't know, like, where you stand. And, it, like, it's one thing to feel that way, like, in a relationship. It's a whole other thing, I think, to feel that way, like, in a friendship. And, like, feel like if you think about that way at a friendship, you really call into question, like, your value, your worth, if you really want to be friends with this person. And we don't call into question enough when we're dating that person Mm, that's that's a really good point I was gonna say I honestly don't I can't think of any friends off the top of my head that ever struck me as flaky but I definitely could tell tell you like men that I've dated that were like I was like literally like okay are we cancel plans just in case you call literally yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I would literally do that stuff and then I would wait around and I would be disappointed every time, every yeah. time. And there was oh, always a reason or it, and it was just like, yeah, sure. Maybe like, I'll have to let you know. I don't know. Uh, like there was always some excuse and there's always some reason yeah. why like there was not, there was, n- there was no commitment made. And I was just like, I can't just like hang around. Like I would come home from college for the weekend and I would just like not make plans in case that person called me and like wanted to make plans. And I was like, that mm-hmm. is not like this is not, I'm not seeing a future of relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. And and I feel mm-hmm. like it would be the exact same way with a friendship. Like, like what's the point? Why mm-hmm. am I wasting my time? Like, why am I, why am I holding myself back from doing something just in case you call and you can hang out in that moment? Like my time is also valuable. And like mm-hmm. when I'm free is also like up to me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally. I mean, I think it's, like, one thing, like, if you make plans with somebody and then... Okay, well, which one do you think is more annoying, I guess? Do you think it's more annoying to, like, make plans with somebody and then they cancel, like, the last minute? Like, I'm talking day of, hours before, or just constantly, like, trying to make plans with somebody. They they say, no, I'm busy, I can't do it, never follow up and try to make other plans with you. So you're just constantly, like... Okay, when the fuck are we going to hang out? And you're just kind of waiting around to see, like, if they're free or not. That one is more annoying to me because I feel like the other one, if I get canceled on last minute on low-key, I'm, like, kind of excited because I'm, like, I kind of – here's my problem. I think I've decided I am a more – I think I like – more last minute plans than plans that have been made for a long period of time because by the time that plan actually comes around, I like don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but so that, so the last minute cancellation, it depends on the, mood. It depends the, on the, la- mood. the last minute cancellation doesn't always bother me unless I am like ready and about to walk out the door. Then I'm pissed. Gonna, that's then what I'm saying too. That's when it pisses me off is yeah. that happening. Yeah. But I do remember like when I was in college, like, Keeping my makeup on till like eleven o'clock at night, just, just in case. In case, yes, a boy was like, "Let's go out" or something. You know, like, I'm, keep, I'm keeping my makeup on just in case, just in case he calls. That was the epitome of college, literally. Like, I so badly wanted to take my makeup off, and I was like, "But like, what if? 
what if they yeah. call. Yeah. But I think the other one is more annoying to me. Like the, you're trying, you like, you feel like you're constantly the one reaching out, making plans. They're always busy, but they don't ever follow up with like, no, I can't today. But like, why don't we go get coffee on Saturday? Are you free? Like, I like even that. Even if I cancel last minute, I try to work so hard to reaccommodate and like see the next time right. that person's busy. And like I, and recently, this is something I recently started noticing that I would, when I'm at my most extroverted self, overcommit to plans, and then the day comes, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm already stressed out. I'm. I feel like I'm going to this out of obligation now, which is not what the person who wanted to see me originally, like this dinner or something like that. The person who originally wanted to see me probably didn't want to have to see me on, out of an obligation. They just wanted to see me like as a friend, right. and so and I'm bringing the wrong sh- energy. Right, and if you're stressed, like they. If they're your true friend, they would rather you take that time and just reschedule later, like when it's not such yeah. a busy season. Like that, yeah. and that's that's the kinds of cancellations that don't bother me when someone's like, "Hey, you know what? I am so sorry to do this last minute. Like, I have been so busy and slammed, and I'm very stressed, and like I'm not in a great headspace to like hang out. Do you care if we reschedule?" That yeah. I'm like, absolutely. Like honestly, yeah, same. <laughs> So. More than likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. More than likely, if you're feeling some sort of like stressed way, I'm also probably feeling. But some like sort also, of uh, if you don't immediately try to reschedule, my feelings do get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just like okay, well, I don't want to beg for you to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think that the canceling last minute to me though, I think both are very flaky. But the mm-hmm. canceling last minute, nine times out of ten, I'm I've gotten myself like in the headspace. Especially if like I hate it when I'm on the way there. Now that would make me upset. I've not. I don't know if I've ever. Had I've that had that ha- in happen. L.A. L.A. is a definition of people who are flaky as fuck. <laughs> like no one in L.A. could commit to shit. Yeah, and so it's very very common. And I've already started identifying people, like, in my head. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you've done this to me, I'm so sorry. Um, I tr- I'm truly am sorry. I know people who have invited to big social gatherings. Big social – not one-on-ones. Big social gatherings. They don't show up. And they all or they're canceled last minute. And so I've kept track of that in my head. I'm like, they're probably not going to come. And so, like, I still invite them. Like, I'm still going to invite them, but I'm also not going to hold my breath for them to come. It's kind of like what I do with you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm better now. I'm better now. <laughs> but it's just like I'm not setting myself up to be. Like you're not going to be disappointed when they don't show up because you kind of yeah, already know like, that oh, it's probably like, no, that's not going to come. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. I – because I know that for me, like even if I did that, if I was the kind of person, I still want to be invited. Nine times out of ten, you still want to be invited just to be, know that somebody wanted you there. Yes. I – yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that that extending that invitation, I don't know h- how to handle it with dating. Why do we tolerate it so much more with dating than we do with friendships? Because I feel like I'm just so much easier to like stop hanging out with a person if they are not like being considerate of my time. And I think that's what it ultimately comes down to with a flaky person is somebody who's just not being considerate of my time, but also somebody who is kind of like two-faced and like two-sided to the whole situation too. And like, if they're talking shit about this person to me, they're probably also talking shit about me to another person. And 
I, I, that's also a super fucking common thing. Like in Los Angeles, I had to be very careful. Like who I, I know I disclose a ton to you guys, like on this podcast. Um, but you guys are different. Um, but to people like in LA, I have to like be careful, like who I'm giving information to and everything. Like, are they going to use it against me? Like mm-hmm. later on down the line, you know, because I'm such a powerful person out here in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> you're killing it, Smalls. You're killing it. <laughs> and so I, I feel like some people can be super flaky with their intentions. Mm-hmm. And I I think a lot of times that's what I encounter in dating. Less of people like nowadays, like in my 30s, like less people being flaky with time in a sense. Like usually if a guy commits to a date, he's taking me on the fucking date. Like I'm not – I mean I haven't yet experienced that. But – Flaky with their intentions, saying that they want a relationship and really like getting you invested and involved in dating. And then instead of just being an adult and saying, hey, I just don't think that I'm attracted to you mm-hmm. or, hey, I just don't think that we're a good match. I think you're a nice person. I think you're beautiful. But I just we are not meant to be there because not every person you date is going to be your soulmate. But people can be flaky with their intentions and keep leading you on just so they can get physical with you, just so that they can, you know, network with you, just different things like that. And I think that the people's intentions can be very, very flaky. And I think reading that is a lot harder than anything because most of those times people have the best intentions up front and they kind of just, just disguise it in a way, if that makes sense. Like they yeah. will let you reveal it down later on down the line. And I have definitely dated – I've been friends with some people like that too, I want to say. Like I've been friends like with a couple people who are like that where I usually can tell who's a bullshitter and who is not, especially friend-wise. And I feel like I call it out to my other friends too when I can tell that they're friends with people who are also bullshitters. Like I can just read a room very well. When you act and you write and direct, you learn to read rooms very mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I, I remember just meeting certain people like that when I first moved out here to LA. And obviously, it's the people who are social climbers. Obviously, it's the people who are influencers. They're not the genuine like Angelinos that people come to love. But I guess what I'm saying is how I would go about like trying to get rid of those people in my life was nine times out of 10, I would just not I, I could tell that they just wanted to hang out with me usually it was one-on-one situations and I would want to like meet their friends and I would try to make an effort to like you know get a whole group together but they would never want to invest other people in our friendship mm-hmm. and I'm like you don't if you I I genuinely like I liked meeting your friends I like meeting a lot of my friends friends yeah most people do but if they just want something out of you I feel like a lot of times at least in my experience they're just trying to like kind of get you aside and um, yeah that's true spend time with just you and maybe trick you into thinking that oh they have feelings for you and um they really don't they're just using you to um level up their uh music game or level up their acting resume or level up uh they i i don't know their network of some sort mm-hmm. um i'm being very specific here um, with my experience <laughs> um, but 
yeah, I think that that was a lot harder of a lesson for me to learn. I don't know if you've ever had to deal with people that are like that. Yeah, I was going to say that I feel like um, flaky people, well, just people in general, I think, especially as we're getting older, are like way more particular and like protective of their time and selfish with their time. And people are just not willing to give their time like we did when we were younger and in college. And another thing that I've realized, and I think that's kind of helped me with the people that are a little bit flakier is, and this is something that we were talking about earlier, like I have friends that I do certain things with. I have friends that love to go for walks and exercise and I do those things with them or like do coffee runs and shopping or I have friends that like to go out and go to bars or I have friends that Mm -hmm. like to... I don't know, travel or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I, I handpick those friends to do those specific events. And I feel like that has decreased the amount of cancellations on myself because I already know what I think they're willing to, to give their time to. And so I, if I really want to hang out with them, I cater what we're doing to what I think they're going to, they're going to do with me. Like yeah. you are one of my, only friends that will do any of the, all all of those things with me, and I know that about you. Like if if we want to go for a trip to New York, you're my person to travel with. If if we're gonna go downtown, like you're the one that fits to all the ca- <laughs> to go to Target. Like so it's so it's interesting because I think that that has really made a difference in like the amount of time that I get to spend with my friends is that I've, I've just really pinpointed who is going to say yes to what kind of activity. And I just mm-hmm. go with that. Um, and I think that's been really helpful. It's interesting that I'm that person for you. Um, and I wouldn't say I, I would yes. And to you too. Um, but also, um, no, because you will not go to a movie with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to the Taylor Swift movie film. Oh, <laughs> There's actually a couple of of I'm ones coming I home see. for Christmas, so that means you're gonna go see the Iron Claw with me. Sure, I don't know what that's about, but I will go with you. Zac Efron's in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> see, see, see. This is what I mean. I have Fandango gift cards. I'll go with you. <laughs> this is exactly what I mean. You will not do everything with me, though. I will. I will go to the movie. Pick a movie in time and tell me where and when and where. Iron Claw, December 22nd, AMC. Cool. Sounds good. Do I 8 work? p.m. Do I, okay, I was going to say, I think I worked the 22nd, so it needs to be late. 8 p.m. Okay. The one with the heated seats, right? Sure. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Um, but I, I want to say, too, I think there's a difference between being flaky and someone who's like social anxiety. Mm, and yeah that's fair because i think that's a lot of times that's also probably what you were just going with too was like the anxiety of it all yeah Um, i don't know why some social settings gives me give me a little bit of anxiety and i think too like i feel like i'm very extroverted at my job or i have to be and so any other opportunity i'm like i kind of just don't want to talk to anybody like it's not that i don't love you all (laughs) i just am like so tired of talking i literally talk all day yeah so. Yeah, I think also too we have to call into a fact. I think there's some people that f- they're flaky because they feel overscheduled. They've overcommitted. They're overscheduled. Um, 
It's other people like you, deferred parking. Like, honestly, in LA, that's a very real fucking thing. I get it. I literally, <laughs> when I went to my friend's 30th birthday in Charlotte the past weekend, had to park in my sister's apartment because there wasn't going to be any parking at the bar. And uh, so she, she was so she was our Uber. <laughs> I literally, one time, I had a friend invite me to her birthday. I drove all the way to the bar. I couldn't find any fucking parking anywhere nearby you had to go to leave yeah i drove home i was like i can't make it i'm so sorry i drove all the way to the bar you were you were you were committed you were you were going to this but then i there was no it was late at night it was 10 o'clock at night yeah no busy street in la i was like i i can't i can't but there's also people that it's not really just about the anxiety either i think instead like for some people I think some people can, can get really so inside their head that there's like a darker side to it all too, where they think that maybe just like they're not going to be the fun thing at this. And mm-hmm. so they rather, it's like me, like whenever I feel like I am being overcommitted, that I'm going to be like a burden in some way and that they don't want to let like everybody else at that social event down and like bring their dark stormy cloud almost like sadness and inside up oh my god inside out inside Inside out (laughs) inside up it's it's the new pixar collab guys (laughs) inside up no i get that because i feel like i've already chosen my word for 2024 and it's no that's it no because i say yes to too many things and then i get stressed because i have too many things to do yeah and and so me saying no to a social event feels frustrating to me because I'm like, why? Like, I've had to do all of the, like, I want to do this fun thing, mm-hmm. but I'm so exhausted and I'm so tired and I'm stretched, overstretched. And I'm, I'm, you know, I've said yes to a million things throughout the week that when it comes to it, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. And so I get frustrated about it. And, and I think that's part of, part of it too is like, I don't want to be the person that says no. So here's I want the thing. to be there. <laughs> so here's the thing. I think if you're the person that's getting flaked on, I think you do have every right to be frustrated mm-hmm. and to feel and to feel like the behavior is rude and call it out. But I think also after you've been frustrated, maybe think about like what is really going on. Like, is it something to where like they are depressed and they're being really critical of themselves, or they're like their social anxiety is like getting the best of them, or you know, there's just plenty of things other yeah. than um, or something don't else like you. going on that they just like haven't disclosed to you that you know. Yeah. yeah, don't assume because that person like doesn't show up that they're too busy or that like they're too important and like you're like beneath them or like you know too in demand or they just they just don't like you like don't don't resort to that. Well, and I resort to like physical pain. Like I get. Like if, if, if I haven't heard from someone in a while and I'm like, okay, like I've asked them to hang out and they're like not responding. And you think that they're like, in physical pain? No, no. I get in physical pain because I'm oh. so anxious that they're mad at me that my stomach hurts. Like I worry about it so much that my stomach hurts. And you said something earlier that really resonated with me and it was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and assume that they're mad at me. Like yeah. they've not told me that they're mad at me. So yeah, I'm not going to sit is- here and like hurt like make my stomach hurt because I'm worrying about this so much like a lot of my anxiety like is turns into like physical pain and so yeah so I that we were we, me and my coworker were struggling with this this week um, we were both like is this person mad at us like we've not hurt like my stomach's been hurting over this and she was like yeah me too and I was like this is dumb interesting interesting and guess what they were mad at us. Yeah. No, I, I was <laughs> like talking to her before we started recording. 
before we start recording this, I was talking to Hannah because we were trying to, you know, to figure out this episode and outline it. And I mentioned that, you know, for me, I stop, which is hard. I'm always going to assume this. It is my nature to assume that you hate me first if you cancel on me or something like that or you reject me because of the trauma that I have endured of um, being bullied and stuff like that. It's just to assume that first first and foremost, you just hate me. Um, and I try to work. I'm working on it. I'm working to overcome that and get over that um, because I know deep down that you don't. Um, but it's also not my job to d- decipher your intentions or anything like that. Like if you do hate me because I feel, or if you're mad at me, because if you genuinely are mad with me, you can be an adult that you can tell me to my face that you are mad at me. I shouldn't have to figure out and like finagle and wrestle that out of you. Yeah, absolutely. And like, we're all getting, well, I don't know about the listeners, but like me and you, we're about to, I'm about to be 30 you're 30. Like, we're getting to the point where we're like, okay, we're not playing this, like, guessing game. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to sit here and worry about it because I know that you're not sitting there worrying about me. And so I think, you know, just just trying to to move, just, I don't know, just, like, disregard it. Like, if it, if it hurts your feelings, then maybe don't be the one to reach out next time. Like, mm-hmm. let make them come to you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, well, obviously, there was a reason, so... But also don't automatically assume that they, you know, like, that they're stressed or anything like that. Like, they could just, like, don't, uh, yeah. First and foremost, like, don't automatically assume that these people hate you. Just assume that, like, maybe that they're stressed or maybe they're too sad or maybe they're too angry at themselves or overwhelmed. And figure out, like, yes, while you have every valid reason to be upset and hurt, also figure out what is the real reason as to why they keep flaking. Mm, it could like- be something. It could be something internal. I like that a lot because I feel like that's something that our society misses. Like we take everything so personally instead of just sitting back and being like, let's just be like extra nice to people today because you don't know like, you know, if they were up all night crying over, you know, something that happened or if like you said, they're like really depressed or, you know, they had a really hard week at work. Like I just think that sometimes we just always jump to that like, oh, they're mad at me. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I did something instead of being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Like, let's just give them some grace today. Like, this just may not be their day. Mm-hmm. So, and so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.